Good morning and welcome to episode two of our productivity and mindset season brought to you today by PM Excite, where we provide property management solutions for growing agencies. My name is Sean Lee Draper and with me today is the delightful Terry Handy, co-founder of PM Excite and property management expert. And we are really looking forward to today's conversation, which is all around our personal morning routines and how to win your morning so you can win your day. But firstly, we just want to say thank you for tuning in with us today and we hope you're having an amazing week. And before we dive in, we'd like to start each conversation with some gratitude. So we'll start with you, Terry. What are you grateful for today? Um, I'm really grateful that my friend introduced me to the power of essential oils. I just love that I don't have to use loads of chemicals in my house for cleaning and even my family's wellness. We we use them quite a lot. Um, I have my diffuser going right now with a blend for hay fever. I've got really bad hay fever at the moment. So not only does my house smell nice, but my allergies have um, yeah, settled down quite dramatically. So very grateful for that. What about you, Sean Lee? What are you grateful for? Mm, I love that. I could actually say essential oils too, because I've been using mine. I have my little peppermint here just before we started, um, but mine is not that. Mine is. I'm really grateful for um, just the close relationship that I have with my mum in particular. So we've always been really close um, and she had me when she was quite young. And I guess it often feels like we're more friends and we are mother and daughter, which is just a really nice relationship to have. And it's the kind of one that I hope to have with my son, Alfie, when he grows up. I feel like it's really special. Um, and yeah, I just love that I can just talk to her about anything. So feeling grateful for mum today. Um, Um, But let's get into today's conversation. So this conversation today, it's all around our personal morning routines and how we believe um, that winning the morning routine will actually help you win your day. So I really love this topic. I know that people bang on about it all the time in our industry. Um, And some people have some really strict and hard to maintain morning routines. So that is not what today's conversation is going to be about. Um, It's more about how you can personally carve out some time in your morning to make you feel like you're winning. So then you can continue on with that mindset throughout the day. So we're going to quickly talk about our personal morning routines. And then we're going to dive into a bit of a win the morning, win the day bucket list um, that you might feel compelled to take something from um, and tick off yourself tomorrow morning. So Terry, let's start with you. How has your morning routine evolved over the years and what does it look like now? Okay. I actually feel like my morning routine is not that inspiring. Um, It's when when we spoke about this, I was kind of like, oh, I don't do anything special. But I do have a couple of things that I um, do religiously, which if I don't, I really notice it. It it kind of makes me feel like I'm off balance. So, um, but what I do know is that if you, that like you do go through different stages in your life, your your routine will naturally change. And I, I do think it is really important not to be so rigid that your world falls apart if everything doesn't go to plan. Um, that, that's not going to help anyone. So, um, particularly when you have children. So when my kids were little, I always worked really hard to have dinner as prepared as I possibly could before I went to work. So before we left the house, um, and it sounds really funny, but I always have my veggies done or, you know, all that kind of thing. Now I don't worry about that so much. I like to know what we've got all got planned, but mainly because the boys in my family always want to know what we're having to eat that night. Uh, it's like a, like they're going to starve if they don't know what's going to, how they're going to be fed. But um, actually, while we've been talking, I've also realised I don't use my slow cooker as much as I used to. But now that we've spoken about it, I definitely need to drag that out again. So um, with my routine now, I find that I, one of the things I always do is that I always have my alarm set 
for the last possible time that I want to get out of bed. And and that might sound like I'm not giving myself any space, but I actually like to wake up not to the alarm. So just, and and having the alarm set, even though it rarely, rarely goes off, it is, it helps me sleep better because I know that there's, I'm, I'm not accidentally going to sleep through. So I'm watching the Olympics at the moment. So I'm probably going to bed a lot later. Um, my head's really busy. Um, so having my alarm set for 6.30 means that I, I know that even at, if that happened and I have my um, phone in my ensuite, so I have to get out of bed. If um, if the alarm goes off, I'll never, ever snooze it. Um, it. It means that I can just, yeah, I, I know that if it's 6.30, I still get out of bed, I've still got enough time for everything. So this morning, as an example, I was up about quarter to, to six. Um, so generally between 5.30 and 6 o'clock, I get out of bed naturally. The other thing that I like to do, and Sean Lee knows this, um, because we when we stayed away in places, like I just get up and go straight to the shower. That's it. Got to go to the shower. I go um, and when I'm in the shower, it's kind of when I'm waking up. Um, if, you know, I go for a walk beforehand, of course, I'm not going to have a shower before I go. But, yeah, most of the time I'm definitely straight into the shower. I also have a little ritual and and it's interesting I, I as we, we're talking about this, it's like there are rituals that I, I have and I think the ritual side of things is really important. So um, I always put the kettle on. I have uh, a cup of my favourite tea every morning. Um, I also have uh, freshly squeezed lemon juice um, in hot water and that's a whole thing about um, reducing inflammation in your body and giving yourself a bit of your, like your digestive system a bit of a, a, a head start and then I'll um, take I'll sit on the couch and read something or journal um, yeah first thing in the morning when I'm having my cup of tea sometimes it's about business but very rarely actually I try to stay off social media um, until I've had my moment, I guess, to get ready for the day. And I am a big reader, uh, so it'll always be something light and fluffy um, to kind of, yeah, just help help me settle into the day, I guess. And mm. the other thing that I do, so I, because I work from home, though, I find that um, depending on what's going on, I, I start work really early um, as people that have got you know, emails from me, we'll see sometimes it's at 6.30 in the morning. Um, and, and that's something that I'm really, really conscious of. Um, I'm also in a position where I don't have little kids at home, so it's okay. Um, but I, yeah, I, I do these things and then I'll, I'll go and, and sit up at my desk and get things started. But the other thing that I do, and this is really, um, I don't know if it's embarrassing or not, but it sounds really weird when I speak about it, is that I'm such a big believer in bare feet and it's cold at the moment um so I'm wearing my little slippies around quite a lot um my little pink fluffy slippers and I always make sure that of a morning I'll have some grounding time I guess so I take my shoes off and whether that's um walking out to the clothesline and hanging clothes on the line or when I'm feeding the dog of a morning um I'll always make sure that I do I get on the grass I guess with no shoes on and I even did this um, when we had chickens. So we had chickens in our backyard and you probably had to walk about, you know, 100 metres or so. And I, I did it one winter every morning with frost on the ground and it was re- I felt really good. It was, it was quite amazing. So, um, yeah, they're, they're couples of things that I do. Um, the other thing as well is that it's really 
the routine changes with whatever I'm really interested in at the moment. So my family always tells me that, um, so what's the theme? What's the theme we've got going on? So, you know, I've had themes of um, where I'm very much into minimalism and the poor things, you know, I was throwing stuff out left, right and centre and that kind of thing. So um, it, it depends on what I'm interested in at the moment. That really influences how my morning routine is. But the, those things I've just spoken about then, the lemon juice, the tea, the shower, the bare feet, they're, they're pretty constant, I guess. So, yeah. What about you, Shirley? What's yours I like? I love that, by the way. And it sounds like, and I know you, you do win the day. Like you are very productive. So it sounds like that is what you need. And it's everyone's routines are so different. And I think that's why it's important for us to talk about it today and um, not have a one-size-fits-all approach. And also you mentioned that you're in a different season of your life, not having little kids around. So for you, it is a little bit different at the moment. So um, for me, I guess my mornings have changed a lot since having Alfie almost three years ago, but previous to having him, um, it went a little bit like this. I'll give you a bit of a rundown. So I was very, very methodical. I'd wake up at 4.30 a.m. religiously. I'd go to the gym or I'd go for a big walk along the beach. I would come home and do some guided meditation in the sun on my balcony and I can still see myself doing it now. It was amazing. Um, I'd do some stretching and have a shower and get ready, make my coffee, sit down with drapes. We'd drink our coffee together. Um, I would read or journal a lot and then listen to a podcast and then I'd get stuck into my work. So I literally loved this morning routine. I did it religiously for years and it worked so well for me and it made me feel really productive throughout the day. Um, like you mentioned before, Terry, it really grounded me and made me feel so relaxed and ready for the day ahead. And it also made me feel like I'd, you know, really um, given to myself and replenished my own love cup and filled it to the brim before the day got away from me and before everyone else started, you know, naturally taking things from me throughout my work day. So taking energy from me, I guess. Um, the routine was so slow and leisurely and it kind of feels really luxurious now that I look back at that time and I wish I had have enjoyed it so much more than I did. Um, <laughs> As you were talking about, I was like, oh, my God, it sounds like a movie. Like that could be an ad on television. It was just so, it, it, it's like what we aspire to. It sounds beautiful. You definitely should have appreciated that more. I definitely did. But looking back, I think I just kind of, you, you take it for granted, you know. It was like a two and a half hour bloody ordeal. Um, <laughs> now I am lucky to get, you know, half an hour. So fast forward three years. And I think it's why it's important to talk about this kind of stuff. Um, fast forward three years and my my morning routine has changed so much. And it's, it's always changing and evolving. So whilst it used to be, you know, super regimented and methodical and it was timed perfectly, and it's literally the opposite of that now with a toddler who's running around and a husband whose work life has changed a lot recently too for us which means that you know some mornings he's here and he's helping with Alfie and other mornings he's not and it can just throw my mornings out really quickly so before we dive into it I am just going to say I am sorry if you are listening to this and you are not a morning person but I'm just going to say it you may need to wake up earlier than you would like to to do something for yourself and to win your morning. So it might be 4 a.m., it might be 5 a.m. The sun will more than likely not be up, but I promise you it'll be worth it. Um, and if you are in this season of your life, like I am right now, where you do have little ones running around who really depend on you, more than likely you will need to carve out your time super early in the morning to make it happen. So um, take it day by day, you know, even set your alarm 15 minutes earlier each day until you're getting used to waking up early. I know one of my girlfriends did that 
her name is Tish. Um, she's actually a police officer. And she was like, I don't know how you get up so early. I cannot do it. And she started setting her alarm 15 minutes earlier um, for a couple of weeks. And then she started getting to the point where she could wake up at 5am and enjoy a coffee and start her day. So it's all about baby steps. Um, so now anyway, my routine goes a little bit something like this. My alarm will go off at 5.15. I lay in bed. I feel the sheets under my skin and the blanket on me. And I always tell myself or drape what I'm grateful for. It just is something that I do every single day religiously. If I don't do it, then I journal it later on. Um, we make the bed and attempt to get our day started before Alfie wakes up, but he is an early riser like us and we have the world's loudest shower. So the second it starts, his door usually flings open and he is ready to start his day with a big smile on his face, um, which literally it just leaves us little to no time for ourselves in the morning. So here is how I navigate this. Instead of, um, I guess, going to the gym before my day starts like I used to, i.e., you know, before daycare drop-off, I did at one stage do that, I now go after I drop him. So it took me a while to get used to this uh, because I just didn't really have a choice. Um, but what I was doing wasn't working. I was too stressed out and running around like a crazy person if I was going before um, daycare. So it now means that my mornings aren't as rushed and stressful and I still get that re- release of endorphins a few times a week. So my tip here is just you know, look at, is it working or is it not? And like like I was um, thinking about before, as I was writing um, today's session, I was thinking to myself, is it, is what I'm doing right now actually working? And that is the whole thing. If it's not working and it needs to be changed, just change it. Um, And if there's resistance in your morning routine, change it. That will, that will open up, you know, new worlds for you. If you see that something isn't working, if, you know, the baby is not being fed at a certain time quick enough and and it's throwing your morning out or they're not getting changed, then, um, you know, when they're supposed to, which happens with Alfie all the time, and it can literally throw you out by like five or 10 minutes, um, change something and tweak along the way. That's my biggest tip when you have kids Um, because no morning is the same. So, what I usually do is I fit into the morning meditation when I get home from the gym right before I open my laptop and I literally just usually do it in front of my bed, um, sitting down on the ground. So it goes for about 10 minutes. It's on YouTube. Um, it's the Calm app. Um, you can download that as well. And it just makes me feel a million bucks afterwards. So I do my best to do that. I do not do it daily like I should be and it's something that I would love to get back into but um, I haven't been and I just need to be more disciplined around that. I always write in my journal. So whilst I was having breakfast or watching cartoons before daycare, um, or if Drape is making us coffee, I always sit down and do a bit of journaling. And like, it might be two minutes, five minutes. It's not a lot of time, um, but it really helps ground me and helps me give back to myself here as well. So I'm also, um, which you and I spoke about Terry in the past, very organized when it comes to lunches and packing Alfie's bag for daycare. So what I will do is I'll usually do that the night before so that our mornings are pretty streamlined when it comes to this. I mean, I pretty much open his lunchbox. Um, I add all the cold stuff in from the fridge and an ice pack and away we go. So it means that if the shit hits the fan with Alfie or if the coffee machine overflows because I've forgotten to take the tray out in time or um, if we've run out of milk and breakfast is delayed, then the train stays on the tracks and the morning isn't totally derailed because I'm prepared. Um, so I'm not running like a we're not, not running around like a crazy person trying to do everything that I should have done the night before. So I guess for me, the key here is really carving out the time you do have to do something for yourself before you give to the rest of the world. And I think that's how you win the morning and then you go on to win the day. So I guess, Terry, you were, you were talking about some analogies earlier on today. Um, but it's kind of like if you hop into your car in the morning and it's freezing cold and you forgot to put petrol in the day before and the petrol light's on and you're already running on empty before you take off, it leaves you feeling really frustrated. You're not in control. You feel put out. And if your tank is empty enough, you actually won't be able to turn the engine on 
want to go anywhere anyway. So the same goes for if you walk into your day already feeling like you've already taken or sorry, been taken from and you're running on empty and you haven't given anything to yourself, I think this quickly starts to lead to feelings of being, you know, burnt out and resentful. And you also tend to have a bit of a lack of patience for people when they're asking things of you. At least this has been the case for me. So I totally get it. Um, And as you've just heard from my own morning routine, carving out time for yourself in the morning, it can be really tricky. Um, It can be really tricky regardless of your circumstance. So whether or not you're a parent or um, and you've got multiple kids at home or you might be single and kidless um, and struggle to wake up early and get your day started, without being rushed um, but if you can just find 10 minutes in the morning to give back to yourself and that's all we're asking here is just 10 minutes I promise it will make the world of difference and you'll feel that little win before the day even really begins um, and the other thing I want to mention here is giving back to yourself before the day gets away from us and winning the morning as I'm calling it today it also gives us that little sense of achievement or accomplishment. And as we know from the growth challenge that we're running, um, it's actually the little wins along the way that create really big momentum in the scheme of things and they propel us forward to take action. So, and I think that's why people will say that making your bed, which you and I talked about, Terry, earlier, is the best thing that you can do when you wake up because it gives you that sense of accomplishment. Like you've already ticked something off your to-do list and you're on your way to winning the morning and winning the day. So I think for me, it also helps me not feel a big sort of slump in the afternoon or evening around, hey, I've just given you know to everyone all day long and I feel like I haven't given back to myself. If you win the morning, you've already done that. So I have some suggestions of things that you can include in your morning routine. And um, just remember, these things can be done at any time. So it doesn't have to be at 4.30 a.m. It doesn't have to be outside of your home. It can just be um, wherever you're able to find some time to carve out for yourself. So I've got a bit of a morning routine bucket list, Terry. Shall I share it with you? Yeah, go for it. I'm really interested to hear about it. Sorry, I keep banging on. All right, so uh, I'm just going to say, and it's a very simple one. Everyone can do it, and it's the first way you can win the day and feel accomplished in the morning. So, drum roll, make your bloody bed. Tick that box before you do anything else, and I feel that that, that's a great place for you to start. Um, It's a great win for the day before you go and do anything else. Um, The second one is read a chapter in a book or listen to 10 minutes of an audio book. So you can do this on on your drive to work or, um, you know, on public transport. You can do it while your toddler's eating breakfast. Um, I have one headphone in or one AirPod in and the other out sometimes when I'm caring for Alfie and listening to a podcast. So you can totally do that. Um, and multitask. Um, You can take a bath or shower with candles on before the rest of the household wakes up. I love this one. I do not get to shower before Alfie wakes up anymore. Um, I wish I did. It's just that nice sort of calm, quiet time. Now I have myself in the shower and Alfie opening the door saying, morning, mama, yelling at me. So um, it's not quite the same, but um, just having, you know, that time for yourself in the morning. Um, And I think uh, water, water does a lot for us as well. So my husband takes cold showers, um, does cold therapy. um, And that for him is, massively giving back to himself in the morning so hot cold whatever it is um my next one here is taking turns with your partner once or twice a week to each leave the house to do something in the morning so this is relevant for you if you've got children so drapes and i do this with the gym and surfing and when he goes for a run so we literally did it yesterday afternoon instead of the morning but he went for a run and i sort of looked after alfie had alfie um it works really well and i feel like if you do this everyone feels like they're getting their own time so this is another um one that you can do if you're in a partnership with children um Eating or drinking something that you love and really enjoying it. So I know you enjoy your, is it rose tea, Terry? 
Rose petal and green tea. Rose, yes. There you go. Rose petal and green tea. So you love that. Like you really enjoy that whole experience. I know some people do like cacao ceremonies in the morning and drink their cacao and they love that. So I think the key here is don't start your day feeling guilty about consuming food. There is nothing worse than, you know, you have your bagel and then you spend the day thinking, oh, why did I have that bagel? You know, if you're going to do it, you're going to eat or drink something you love, really, really enjoy it and savor it. Don't just scoff it and um, forget that you've even eaten it. Um, obviously moving your body is really important so moving it fast moving it slowly it doesn't matter just move it and it might be five minutes around the block with the baby in the pram if that's all you can manage Um, it might be you know 10 squats whatever you can manage move your body you'll feel better for it another one that I do like I said before is listen to a guided meditation before you jump out of bed so five to ten minutes um, the calm app um, has this and also the YouTube uh, app has it, the Calm YouTube channel. They have lots of five, seven, ten minutes guided meditations um, and they're really nice. It can literally be, you know, one for starting the morning or morning motivation. Um, I find that that's a really nice way to start your day and get back to yourself. Um, Colouring in. So it's a bit of a funny one, but when I was thinking about this um, conversation, I was like, yeah, I remember I used to have a book. Um, I don't do it at the moment. I haven't done it for a long time, but I used to have a book and it was like a calming the monkey mind type book and it was an adult coloring book. And I remember doing it. I think I lived in Palm Beach actually. Um, I got it as a present and it had these beautiful pencils with it and it was just about sitting down and having that five, ten minutes to yourself to just do something again for yourself. And it was that was all about, I guess, reducing anxiety. So coloring in is something you can do. Journaling, another one where it's pen to paper, that can be really cathartic um, and it gets your thoughts out before the day gets away from you. And again, you're giving back to yourself by, I guess, honoring yourself. Um, Saying out loud to your partner or child or even yourself or writing down five things that you're grateful for. So I think both you and I are pretty good at this, Terry, being um, grateful and actually voicing it. Um, And I think it, it really helps with winning the day ahead because you're already in that sort of state of gratitude. And the last one that I have on my bucket list, and so like I said, you don't have to do all these things. Um, It's picking one or two or, or, you know, maybe just one for the day. But my favorite is seeing the sunrise. So there is something so special about watching the sunrise. It brings me into this really, really calm feeling. Um, And I guess it's almost like a little bit of a reset for the soul and a recharge of the battery. So if you can do that, even if that's like, you know, once a fortnight or once a month, um, try and do that. Try and get out and see the sunrise. So... And here is my biggest tip. So this is how you will win the morning and win the day. Do not watch the news. Do not look at social media and do not look at your emails until you have given back to yourself first. And I know you're pretty good at this part, Terry, Um, and I'm not. So this is probably my biggest tip when it comes to winning the morning so you can win the day is I do not watch the news. Absolutely haven't watched the news for years and years. Um, I didn't even know the Olympics were on until a few days ago. And then Terry asked me if I'd been watching the Olympics and I was like, I didn't even know they were on. So (laughs) that's how bad I am when it comes to keeping up to date with the world. but I am not so great at looking at social media and definitely I look at emails as well in the morning and it's definitely not conducive to success for the day because you're already on that high alert state. So um, if you can, you know, not look at your emails and not look at social media before you uh, tackle your day, I think that's really, really a big one here. 
And then I also read something a while ago about the importance of being in creation mode. This is comes into social media consumption, I guess, as well. Um, so before you go into consuming mode each day, you need to create something. And this really struck a chord with me. So I guess each day we are constantly, without even realizing it, we're just consuming so much content, so much information all day long, which means that we are overloading our brains minute by minute and we are just not allowing much white space for creative thoughts or even silence to be there. So um, I think the most important thing we can do to win the morning um, is create something first. And that might be, like I said before, sitting down and journaling. It might be drawing. It might be moving your body or doing something that is you consciously taking that action step and creating something before we start consuming everything that the world wants to feed us. So, um, And I think these things are usually the things that are out of our control. So things like consuming the news and, you know, um, sitting in traffic, these are all things that are out of our control, um, but that do not help us win the day. Um, I think when, when I say win the day, I think it's all about creating things consciously. And so that is, you know, the list of things that I just mentioned before, that morning routine bucket list. So did that make sense when I say that, Terry? Yeah, it did. And there's actually, I mean, it was a very long list. Um, so I'm glad that you clarified we didn't have to do everything on the list, but it was, it was really good. And, and just as you were talking, you know, um, I remember reading this article about how humans, um, how we respond to the morning sun, so sunrise, and how we should allow that light into our eyes. And, and you know, we do feel good. We do feel good when we do that. Um, and so on on some base level, that's really important to us. And, I, yeah, really, really great ideas there, um, Sean Lee. I, I'm kind of a little bit embarrassed about my own morning routine. Um, I need to, to make some changes. And, and that great um, reminder about creating before we consume. Um, I know when my son was really unwell, it was really, and it was a really tough time for us. Um, one of the things that I did was I actually crocheted and I talked to um, his psychiatrist about this and it, w- it was the creation thing. It was like doing something with my hands. It wasn't, um, which sounds really weird, but it, it's that whole thing. It, that's what we need to do to fill our cup. Mm. so yeah um yeah great tips great tips loved it thank you well usually it's you you're the one giving all the amazing tips i thought it was my turn to give some tips um so i'm glad that you like them and so now i want your biggest tip though so uh what is your number one tip for winning the morning so you win the day can you identify that one one thing Um, that you do look Oh, one, um so making your bed obviously you mentioned that that's a really big thing but I actually find that if I, it's the night before for my morning. So if I, um, and it's only like an extra 10 steps, I guess, but if I get my my underwear ready to go as soon as I get out of the shower, if I have my clothes there. So when I wake up in the morning, have my shower, I'm just ready to go. It's very, it's very efficient and it helps me um yeah get get into to tune but for me it's the barefoot thing though when mm-hmm. I when I really dig down into it that that's the one thing that um I find myself a bit twitchy if I, I can't do that so it's that grounding piece but yeah great tips I really loved it really mm-hmm. really loved it yeah. thank you and you reminded me as well I spoke to someone recently um who talked about um, she talks about a lot, actually, the path of least resistance with things. And I think uh, winning your morning is all about creating um, the least path of resistance. So having as little resistance as possible in your day, which is, I think, is it Steve, Steve Jobs was um, the man yeah. who 
wore the same thing. Yeah, was he? Did he wore the same thing every day because he wanted that? He didn't want to have to make that decision in the morning, and he didn't want that resistance there. He just wanted to know what he was doing when he woke up, which was wear the same thing every day. So I think we can learn a lot from from those people. Absolutely. So that's kind of it, Terry. I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, anything else you want to add before we head off today? No, no. I think we've um, given everyone quite a few things to think about here. We would love to hear about your own morning routines, though, if you wanted to share that with us, particularly on Instagram. I, I would love to, um, yeah, see what um, other people are doing because, like you said at the start, we're all really curious. We want to know what do you do different. What do you? Mm-hmm. What's going on in your life? So yeah, um, absolutely. And we might put a little tile up as well um, on Instagram. So if you are listening to this and you want to let us know what you do, we'll put a little tile up today with those morning routine bucket list things that we've shared and you can let us know, yeah, what you do to win the day. What's your biggest tip? It's probably something that we can learn from you. So that sounds really good, Terry. Um, but if you are interested as well in hearing more about what we do at PM Excite in our seasons, we would love to invite you to head over to pmexcite.com and check out the PM Club where you'll have access to over 90 templates along with courses and resources, uh, monthly training sessions and guest experts. And just to give you a quick insight into that membership, it is only $99 a month for your entire agency to access. Uh, and we also have a free bundle option, which is amazing. It gives you a taste test of PM Excite and you can access some of our courses and templates for 14 days. So if you're sitting on the fence, this could be a really great option for you. But that is us for now. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen into this conversation. And we look forward to bringing you another one next week. But until then, stay safe and enjoy the rest of your week.